Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Y'all, it's a new season, season four, and we're just back with a lot more content, a lot more things to talk about. And today, of course, we cannot start a new season without one of y'all's favorite co-hosts. Hello, hello. I feel like I'm walking into a talk show and just like waving at the audience. <laughs> hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, what a year it's been. I know, right? Or it not. Be- you couldn't do anything at all like you had to sit there well so what i noticed is that some people took this time either they were rebels and they were like i'm vaccinated i got my stuff put together and they were a little bit more just free about going out and doing things or traveling or doing whatever and then there was other people that were still cautious and i think that that was kind of like the either or or there were people like myself where I kind of had to be careful because it's like you don't want to send the wrong message. But at the same time, you want people to live their life as they choose to live mm-hmm. it. So I don't know. I don't judge you. I choose my choices for myself and for my better health right. and what I believe in. But anyways, enough of that talk because that gets to be somber. Yeah, it's a little bit depressing and it's a lot of political. Just saying. We don't want to go there. Anyways, so we wanted to start the new year just with a little you know kind of recap of our year where we're at what we're doing what what we you know just new year's talk um i have lots to say but you know we're gonna keep this short and sweet just as a new year's intro but let's just get started like in the new year's here's one question that i have is do y'all do goals or resolutions um do you want me to answer that question or are you in gonna answer that question for yourself You can answer first. I stopped doing New Year's resolutions because I feel like those are set up to fail because it's, I don't know, it's just so cliche at this point. I mean, when you've lived as long as I have, you know, (laughs) it's just like seriously. But I think it's goals. For me, it's going to be goals because I'm like, you know, these are the goals I want to achieve. And that's not just about the New Year, but just at any point in, in the year. You know, you can start in December for all we care, you know. But yeah, goals. What about you? Same. I stopped doing saying resolutions just because you're right. There is this big stigma like where you're saying, oh, this you I feel like at the end of the year, people feel pressured to like finish out the last year and make sure that they do all these things, which it creates anxiety and then also make sure that they figure out what they're going to do for the next year or make all these like resolutions. But in reality, I think we have to step back and quit living other people's lives or other people's like dream life Mm -hmm. in reality okay so i think we need to look at like living your life for yourself and Mm -hmm. what that happiness and what that what that vision is for you right because i feel like with social media Mm -hmm. we can get into this really dark space or in the space where we want to live our life based on what we see Mm -hmm. because that's what we perceive as success or that's what we perceive as as a great relationship but in reality with social media you only see like only a picture but you don't see the 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 actual scene behind that Mm -hmm. and i that's why i choose not to do resolutions anymore because through reading books through learning through my self-growth this last year there's a lot about setting goals but not even just setting goals then you start to and that goes into manifesting too which in order to manifest anything, it's like you have to properly manifest it. Mel Robbins actually like did a post about this not too long ago. And she was saying that in order 
scientifically based to do manifestation. You actually have to have goals, but you have to envision the steps and the process as it takes you to get to that goal. Mm -hmm. So it's not just saying putting up a vision board and then putting up a bunch of pictures of what you envision. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to get there? Right. So you have to have basically a plan, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. That was my next thing is you can have goals all you want, but Mm -hmm. if you don't have actual steps or plans to get to those goals, Mm -hmm. then I don't, those are literally just dreams. They're not going to come into existence. Mm-hmm. And that's where I just, I always have that problem. And I, and for me, I like goals mm-hmm. because I'm able to really look at them and see, okay, this is what I want. Okay. How am I going to get there? What are the, and, and every week or day, you could break it down into weekly, daily, like what am I going to do every single week to get to a little closer to that goal? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Dreams are for when you're asleep. Goals are for where you want to be. Dreams are when you woke. a mess dream yeah goals are for when you're woke okay dreams are when you sleeping y'all don't be Mm -hmm. sleeping on it Mm -hmm. don't be sleeping on it you can go take a nap yeah take a rest i just took one because i was tired she was she took a little nap nappity Mm -hmm. nap but anyways that's where i stand on it and I, i truly believe that if you it's important to set certain goals for yourself in the beginning of the year you may say like why that's stupid any successful person that you look out or you see or you you see them they all had some sort of vision or goal for their life and then they started executing small steps to get to it because if you really want it you will attain it it just it's a matter of how hungry you are for it i think that's a good way to look at it taking small steps because i feel like you know people forget about the journey that it takes to get you there and you know it's just like you want to be this and that's great and all but you know there's definitely going to be some obstacles and maybe it's not that hard maybe it's just that you need to just put your effort in and and that's what it takes that's all it took it's true like I honestly, that's what I do. I've had to do that because I'm a, such a, uh, a naturally I'm a dreamer because I'm a water sign. If y'all are into the astrology, but I'm naturally like I always have a thousand ideas in my head. But what I'm learning through like the people that I, you know, friends, consultants, whatnot, what I'm learning is that you have to kind of step back and have put yourself in these small goals or small steps to get towards it so it takes planning it does take some sacrifice on your part to really like sit down and be real with yourself because you can have you know you can find goals on pinterest or on instagram but that's somebody else's goal yeah that's true like really be very real and raw with yourself like if you find happiness is having your little you know town home or you know living on a ranch somewhere and you find that that's your joy and that's what's going to make you happy Mm -hmm. then you know what take small steps to find that piece of land and to buy and purchase it or do whatever Mm -hmm. you have to do. But I don't say put yourself in somebody else's shoes and try to live their life. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, those little steps that you're taking and the effort that you're putting sometimes redirects you to something even bigger than you thought, which y'all, I would just give you a little life update on me. Like I started my journey last year in knowing that I wanted to do a side business, not besides the podcast, but I wanted to be able to help others and be, do a consulting like life mentor. But life had other plans for me. I've now been redirected, which I'll let y'all in once we start really promoting it. Um, I've been redirected into a whole different direction of like where my heart really is. And a lot of times it's just like speed bumps, like you said, that, just kind of like make you stop and rethink and redirect yourself to a different path Mm -hmm. so you know that's my two cents on um 
on like goals and resolutions. I do think they're very important. And I challenge you all who are listening to sit down, give yourself, you know, it could be five minutes and minutes, get your notes app out and mm-hmm. just write down stuff that what do you want, even just for this year, for 2022, what do you want to accomplish? Even if it's just three things and see how far you can get mm-hmm. to it. Start small. Some of us, like, we're big dreamers. I have a whole vision board, and I know where my life, where I want my life to go. Now, mm-hmm. there's going to be events that are going to happen in my life that are going to redirect it, but I'm okay with that change as long as I know it's where I need to go. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Norma? Do you have goals? Hashtag goals. <laughs> I mean, right now, in, in the curtain place that I'm at in my life, it's my top goals for this year are probably, one, going to do a... a get a new job like I'm not happy with the current one that I have and I just don't want any job I want a job that's going to make me happy so I don't want to just settle because the money's there or because you know this or that whatever and then obviously the other one which has always been a thing for me is my health like I don't want you know I'm 34 and I want you know the last years of my 30s to be looking banging (laughs) it's gonna be banging (laughs) y'all but uh, you know but also you know uh, but health-wise, it, particularly for health, because, you know, my parents don't have the best health, and I just don't want to fall in those steps, or, or I just don't want to fall in those ways, I guess. They um, have habits, you know, as all yeah. parents do. They're not unhealthy. They're actually pretty healthy right now, and I don't want y'all to say that they're, like... Yeah, they don't know. eat, like, McDonald's or anything, but, you know, they're Latinos, and so they like their corn tortillas, and, like, you know, they like... That pambolillo. Uh, cerveza. You, you know, it's, it's a lot of, like, unhealthy things. It's not, like, crazy. Yeah, they it's, don't eat out a lot, which is... Yeah, which yeah. is good. And my mom has made a conservative effort over the years to try mm-hmm. to cook healthier. Like, mm-hmm. we'll teach her, like, this is an alternative. But, you know, yeah. you still worry about your parents, as anyone does. Yeah. Um, And I guess what other girl... I mean, well, I've always been like this, but, you know, I'm majority of the time I eat plant-based and um that's what I just want to continue I want to go more in that direction I wouldn't say completely vegan but I definitely want to um eat better you know I mean just maybe less raisin canes every now and then you know raisin canes go hard I know I know (sighs) so good yeah don't come at us if you're a Chick-fil-a fan we know Mm -hmm. it's good but raisin canes hits different Chick-fil-a don't like my people you know don't like the alphabet mafia they try to go against us i can't say that i haven't eaten it but you know if you know you know whatever she just said you if you know you know yeah but um um but and then my last goal is probably one to mentally be better because basically you know everyone has a lot of um things that they need to work on mentally depending on how the, the way you were raised and your current beliefs and stuff like that um, so definitely going to therapy is another one of my goals and being a better human. Not that I'm not already an okay human, but you know, we all, I, I mean, can always be better. I mean, all of us can be better actually. Cause sometimes I feel like because of the way that I think this is why I don't have a lot, like my shit together. I feel like that's why, you know, I'm very like unmotivated and unpassionate about life is because I just mentally, I'm not there to appreciate life or whatever mentally you've checked out yeah i'm kind of mentally checked out like definitely the last few years even checked me out more than i already was so now i have to check myself back in check to in. life <laughs> i mean yeah. i think i think you're making efforts you know that's a whole other topic on its own mm-hmm. and i can be i can i can t- 
turn my switch over to being a sister, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm working on boundaries, y'all, uh-huh, and respecting right. the boundaries. Yeah. But that's good. At least you have those goals. And so now I'm assuming you're going to start writing down small steps, like taking five minute mental break or like meditation Mm -hmm. or, you know, those little things. It's like, that's what I mean by setting out steps. It may be like just saying, okay, I'm going to do two minutes of just quieting my mind or like taking a walk and not thinking about anything or Mm -hmm. literally just sitting on the couch or sitting on the floor and just kind of like put on a meditation app or there's stuff on uh, Spotify all the time where you can just like sit there and Zen and you'd be surprised. I like I told my therapist, I kind of joke because I'm like, I don't really don't, I don't like meditation. Yeah, you don't get it. It does. It doesn't do anything for you, but, but it takes time. It does. But it actually, for me, not that it doesn't do anything. I just, I get impatient because I'm like, mm-hmm. I could be doing other things, but that's just my mentality of like always looking forward and trying to get ahead. Yeah. In reality, I need to learn how to slow down because that's how I ended up in last year in that very dark place mm-hmm. because I didn't slow down and enjoy the present i was always either in the past or the future but i never was in the present yeah so it's very important to kind of be grateful like i'll i'll let y'all in like i actually saw this on tiktok i think and somebody had a jar and it was more for their mental health this is what they used it for but they got this little glass container and they got like different color sticky notes and anytime they needed a little mental break or wanted to give up they would write you know, like I didn't give up because of this. And so at the end of the year, they actually opened up all those and, or they could see visually like how many times they struggled, but they didn't give up. Oh, wow. And that's like a mental. And for me, my jar, obviously I got to make it aesthetic. I got like gold paper and white oh and black. Gosh. Yes, I know. It's got to go with the house. You should let me hook you up with my cricket. Oh, yeah. She could be like little notes, daisy notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I'm going to write in mind anything positive like beautiful a moment that happened that's gonna be my way to ground myself and be more present i'm gonna write it down and at the end of the year i'm gonna look at all of them and just kind of reminisce on how far or what i've done or if i've had a growth moment or whatever Mm -hmm. um or a breakthrough like i'm using that as my reminder because i think we tend to forget how to be present yeah in a world where we're so fast paced. Right. So that's my way of trying to be more present and try to be more mindful and kind of be kinder to my mental health. Mm-hmm. Be so, kind to yourself. Right. That's so hard sometimes. <laughs> it though. really is. It really do be, especially on Instagram. So that's why maybe we should all make an, uh, an effort to kind of like lay off Instagram a little bit. But funny you Funny you say that on Instagram, like I was listening to this podcast on like where Instagram and the shift, Mm -hmm. because if you are on TikTok, you know how it's more raw. It's just it's not posed or anything like that. It's just Mm -hmm. people putting out content, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Instagram, there's a little bit more structure. It's a little bit more posed and you have to have pictures and graphics and all of that. Apparently, there is going to be a shift within Instagram where things aren't as perfect. They're going to be like people are doing a lot of these photo dumps. If you essentially what it is, is just you putting like a bunch of photos in one post Mm -hmm. and essentially they're imperfect. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're starting. They have to kind of redirect Mm -hmm. now that they have TikTok because a lot more people are spending time on TikTok. So they Mm -hmm. have to figure out how to stay relevant. And so now it's, it's like you kind of do have to have like messiness almost. And Mm -hmm. it's like being transparent and being real and showing people like, it's not always easy. Messy. is good. Messy, but don't be messy, messy. Okay. That should be the title of your, of your thing. Messy is good. Messy is good. Is all is good. But 
Yeah. So, and then uh, as for me, like I've been going through therapy and I've just had a lot of revelations throughout this last year. Definitely. I've had a lot of challenges like within my own like family dynamic and those are challenges. And I think as I keep growing, I'll understand how to navigate it. But it's also like one of the biggest revelations I had is knowing that as much as I wanted to have this perfect unit, this perfect family that I considered perfect as Mm -hmm. far as relationship wise, Mm -hmm. Not everybody else is going to want to be on that same page or their meaning of what a family is or what a relationship with their siblings or their parents are is going to be very different. Yeah, that's true. Especially like, you know, it just all depends on how you grew up, which is interesting because, you know, we were all raising the same family. But I feel like we have a very different perspective on all of that. Well, that comes from what I understand. That comes a lot from like the perceptions and how we like what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. as children and how we interpreted these said things yeah I, obviously i'm the oldest so i took on a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. i always have this i have this perfection you're the second mental. mom i essentially have been and mm-hmm. am and i took also took on this perfectionist mentality and it's a, it affects me it's not always positive to be perfect mm-hmm. because then you're constantly anxious because you everything has to go the right way but there's no room for error there's yeah. no room for just like play yeah and i think it's very important to also call yourself on it and i have to call myself on it constantly until i kind of be in a place where it's like it's okay per- it's, it's gonna be as good as it can mm-hmm. be and i know that i at least tried my best and mm-hmm. there's things that i can't control yeah and that's okay I think that's like a lot of the lives of children of immigrants, like, you know, wherever they're from, especially if your parents migrated here and were not, you know, rich or anything, they were poor. And so they came here for a better life, whether that's Mexico, whether that's, you know, Asia, wherever, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it's it's very different. You know, the kids like that always feel like more pressure to perform well because, you know, they are their parents didn't just come here to for nothing. Right. And you always have that in your head. I know I do all the time. Like. I don't want to fail. Yeah, I think that's that's my biggest fear has been for a long time is I don't want to disappoint. And and defining success is to me is like having a certain amount of money, money or yeah. having a certain it's not even titles. It's just having a certain amount of of like I think it really just comes down to money. Just well, having and yeah, money. money and like the life status that you can hold with that. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, I always want to have, I always want to be more and more. Yeah. Like, well, we don't no. want this average life. <laughs> My parents didn't sacrifice their whole life to, for this. But in reality, like, you know, to step back a little bit, those kind of pressures. Mm hmm can do a lot of damage. They and do. there's a lot of and, you know, my my two my my little like advice, sisterly advice is from what I've learned is it's okay to feel what you got to feel to be upset with like something that was done or said to you, whether it be from your family or your friends, mm-hmm. feel it. But that does not mean that you don't love them still. You're mm-hmm. allowed to be upset and you're allowed to be annoyed because mm-hmm. it's like, what did you do? Like, really? You can't think, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to give ourselves a little more grace and being able to just be instead of holding these expectations that our parents hold, like we're not supposed to like for the longest time I held my parents in this pedestal. Like I'm not supposed to be mad at them, even though there was something that really affected me. So I suppressed those emotions and you know what? Mm -hmm. I suppressed them so far down that now that's affected me in relationships in other ways where I am not as vulnerable or I don't open up very much. 
but you know, we working on it, y'all. Yeah, we working. We getting there. We getting there. And life's not perfect, but I want y'all to grow with me. And you might be going through some of the same things. And I want you to know you're not alone because, girl, hey. it's a struggle out there. In the words of Miley Cyrus, everybody has those days. <laughs> everybody makes mistakes. I think I right. got that backwards, but still. You know what we mean. <laughs> but another thing, like, this is like a fact that I, like, learned, which is interesting to me. Well, actually, you know what? It'll go into what uh, the other things that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So w- the last thing, I had a session with my therapist uh, la- last week. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we talked about independence and codependency. And I don't know why this stuck in my head. Because I'm because such... Because it pertains to you, duh. <laughs> well, Yes. <laughs> But I had an aha moment. In America, we pride ourselves on being this in, in, in having this independence mm-hmm. and like being able to do everything on ourselves. But then if you look in like Latin countries, Latino homes, there's a lot of codependency. Like kids don't move out until like they're married or, you know, like in, if you if we grew up in Mexico, like if you mm-hmm. go there, a lot of kids don't move out until you're getting married or whatever. Yeah. So there's a lot of co- she said, and she's Mexican, so she mm-hmm. has the reference. So she said, there's a lot of codependency in like Mexican households. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. And she's like, or there's a lot of independence from certain children. And you know, you're so independent that you don't allow people to come into your life. You don't allow them to actually see who you really are mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, is that me? Is. Am I the problem? Am I, Am I no, the I'm drama? not the drama. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what was going on in my head. And it's it's funny because and then she said, you have to find your your interdependence. Mm-hmm. Meaning, what is that? Break meaning, it down. Meaning, she said that, that you can still be independent and you can still take care of yourself. But, you know, you can allow others to be a part of that journey, to mm-hmm. be a part of, you know, what you're feeling. If you're upset, you can you can break down to your friends and be like oh my gosh like this happened blah blah instead of trying to bottle it up and trying to show that you can handle anything and trying to be like this holy grail like independent boss babe Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being that but don't forget that you don't have to carry all that weight by yourself right like it's it's interdependency like you are able to bring people into that and let them help you carry that load Mm-hmm. which I just found that fascinating because I never thought of it. I prided myself on my independence, mm-hmm. you know, I'm independent woman, mm-hmm. but same. You know, and we all are like, you know, either you're on, you're either on that spectrum, especially, and I don't know, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but in Latino households, a lot of the times the women, the girls are made, you are expected to be independent. But for some reason, the men are babied a little more. Oh yeah, they are. And they're, they're, they're codependent yeah they're very codependent Mm -hmm. like if you cannot make decisions without having to talk to your parents or without having to like you should be able to make a decision you can ask for opinions Mm -hmm. and you know advice that's that's perfectly normal i mean i asked my dad like when i have to think you know think about buying a house like car anything like that i always ask him for his advice because he does know a thing or two you know Mm -hmm. he's been around a block yeah he's been there and um but if you constantly depend on someone else, if you cannot make a decision without having like the approval, mm-hmm. it's fine to have the advice, mm-hmm. but no, you don't need their approval because yeah. ultimately it's your choice. I think that's how I used to be a lot. Like I relied on like other people's opinion, heavily relied on other people's opinions or advice to make my decision. And it's been hard to shy away from that. Is that codependency or is that people pleasing? definitely not codependency because i don't need nobody okay (laughs) no norma does take on that role i think just through like your life history 
you've kind of taken on that because of like what's happened in your in your particular personal life mm-hmm. and i get it like for me i think i think all of us are pretty independent we are but, like we for sure are i mean but like you and i we've moved out we've done a thing or on mm-hmm. our own like it's very different when you've like moved out on your own and you've had to literally start your own home from the ground up yeah versus you moving out with you know you've always lived with roommates and then you're mm-hmm. moving in with your husband mm-hmm. it's so different like I do recommend that you live by on your own mm-hmm. if you can afford it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't be dumb. Yours expensive right now. It's I expensive. Cannot afford it, but I have to. You have to. I mean, you got. I mean, hey. But I would say that me living on my, you know, like branching off on my own at some point in life has made a difference because mm-hmm. it has allowed me to grow in different ways. And yeah, it's made me way too independent, though. That's mm-hmm. the only the fallback is that I've become way like overly independent on my own. And I, de- I can only depend on myself sometimes, mm-hmm. which I know I have a lot of friends, though, because I've been tested these past few years, <laughs> which honestly, they've showed up for me. And I know that I have a core group of people that I can always count on, you know, that's always good. But that leads me into talking about and just like that in the new Sex in the City spinoff. Uh-huh. And there is so much controversy with this this <laughs> new series. Is it me? Am I? Or what is it? Well, no, 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 no. COVID. It's like, and I haven't gotten COVID. But then I pondered, am I avoiding COVID or is COVID avoiding me? <laughs> <laughs> that was the meme, y'all. Oh that was out God. there. But so that makes seg- that's a segue on like you know your independence your growth and all that and i think the new show though like at first i was kind of like they're they're trying they're trying too hard Mm -hmm. they're trying to be too woke almost Mm -hmm. and i was just kind of like set back a little bit because we were wanting what we saw and grew up seeing Mm because i was one of the fans that i've seen every single episode every single season Mm mm-hmm and I've rewatched it over COVID. Whenever the shutdown happened, I rewatched every single episode. Dang. And talk about a fan. Well, there was nothing else to do. I mean, You're that's locked also up. True. You were out for what, six weeks? Yeah. Damn. No, I had to be at work. That's why I'm so miserable now. At work. At work. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, all the time. But yeah, yeah. I was like that blinking meme, like, blink, blink. <laughs> You didn't know what to say. Yeah. No, I'm that little meme where that dog is having coffee at the table, but there's a fire burning around it and it's saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, well, that's the person that's usually struggling the most. But yeah, like, Nirma, what do you think uh, as far as like, you've watched a few episodes. I think mm-hmm. it's getting better than you were the latest episode that came out this week. I like to see because people evolve people change yeah. and it's kind of nice to see that evolution because mm-hmm. they're in their 50s now and that, yeah it's gonna happen like yeah spoiler alert if you haven't watched it your husband is gonna die yeah yeah there's gonna be a lot of different changes in your life you might you know have a whole new um like a whole different sex that you didn't think you could yeah spoiler alert <laughs> oh my best one that's right i have to warn people well i didn't say who but still but yeah do i think the show is being too like too extra no i don't think so i think that they know you know that how can i say this you can't just stick with your old show because I like the fact that they're incorporating different characters and all this stuff because and bringing different issues 
um, or awareness to issues because it's out there and I think it's important to talk about it, you know, because not every, not everything is just so black and white. It, everything is gray. Everything is just so different. It's, it's everywhere. It's every color, whatever, That's you know? True. And I think that they're just incorporating all these things to one, like, I mean, rep- again, representations matter because mm-hmm. I, I believe the woman was Indian, correct? The her yeah. other, you know, what they're the new the realtor. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, Che, which is a um, non-binary character. Which, by the way, I didn't know what that Sarah meant. Sarah Ramirez, yeah. She I used to be on Grey's Anatomy. She was um, the she orthopedic. Was doctor. Oh, my gosh. What was she? She was an orthopedic. Car- uh, what was her name? Oh, my gosh. I forgot. But she dated Arizona. Either way. So, but, yeah, I think it's important to have characters like that because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I'm similar to that or whatever. They so represent- I can relate to that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just representation matters. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I agree. Like, like I said, some of it, some of the scenes are a little cringy for my mm-hmm. taste. But I'm like, you know what? We forget. This is Sex in the City. They were always kind of progressive. They always were pushing the envelope yes we do not have samantha they did do her wrong i Mm -hmm. really like really samantha would have never not been there for carrie and if you're a true fan you will understand it yeah Um, i don't know i'm not a true fan so like samantha money is she her friendship with carrie was the most important thing Mm -hmm. and she would have never just like left her whatever for for a bigger job or because she didn't need a publicist anymore like the whole storyline that was bogus and i think a lot of people got upset because they're like that's not who samantha is like they wrote her off she was her ride or die yeah I mean, I guess because, I mean, in real life, though, she didn't want to do it, She didn't right? want to do it because apparently it was kind of catty and um, there was other, like, issues with, with the, within, like, her the and the cast. Uh-huh. But the word on the street is that the same creator of Emily in Paris mm-hmm. is also, like, a director or something for Sex in the City. And apparently, mm-hmm. this is just a rumor that Samantha may show up on Emily in Paris because of how Emily in Paris ended. If you watch the show, I haven't finished it yet. She but. she's she works for she's a publicist. Essentially, she works for a marketing company, and the guy that oh, she's dating mm-hmm. and got serious with is also in that. But he has to move back to London mm-hmm. and then from Sex in the City or the new Just Like That. Samantha's technically moved to London, so mm-hmm. that's why people are like, "Wait a minute, is Samantha going to people come really back? P- piece this together?" Yes, yeah, some but people you know have what? way too much time on there. You hands. know what? Some some states are closed more than Texas, so you know what? They have nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's insane that people could piece that together. Yeah, I just find that funny. But I is mean, she going to be like Samantha on the show, or is she just going to be another woman that? is in pr i don't know we don't know that like mm-hmm. I, I i guess we'll have to see well, season three i hope she, i mean I if think, it ain't canceled i think she's i think she wanted to also just get out of that role like she's more versatile than what they put her as she's not just like this but they could have changed her role because it's like literally what 20 30 years later i mean like, they yeah. could have easily changed like her personality yeah because people grow over time we don't stay the same we evolve we're humans and that's what i that's the, the biggest point i wanted to make with that is like the new sex in the city is it's just evolution mm-hmm. and a lot of us kind of i think there's a lot of resistance because the people that are mainly watching it are people that are in their 30s and 40s mm-hmm. we're not in mm-hmm. our 50s yet yeah. there are hardcore 50s people but i think like the people that i've been seeing the reviews from are millennials yeah and whoever started the, with the show and the reality mm-hmm. is is you we are afraid 
to confront that kind of issue. We don't want to see like because even when I saw it, I was like, is that what marriage looks like? Mm-hmm. Like with uh, Miranda and Steve, mm-hmm. I was like, is that what that is? Man, Miranda. I'll just stay single. Is Miranda the um, uptight one? Yes. Okay. And then also. Wait. The, no, no Charlotte, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte, Miranda's, Miranda's a lawyer. A lawyer. Gotcha. So yeah, like just the way they project, like, and also they made, they made Miranda seem like she was not that woke. She would, she was always the progressive one on the show. She mm-hmm. was the one that had a Blackberry before anybody was having cell phones on that show. Oh my show. gosh, that's so progressive. And then, you know, and then they made her sound like she wouldn't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. She would have, she would have been the first one because she's so, I thought she was very like always on top of all the like current issues mm-hmm. and she was really just. The, one of the most progressive ones and then another thing is like after watching the whole series i've realized how toxic carrie and big are and how talk <laughs> like carrie's not that great of a friend everything mm-hmm. is about her mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to be that like everything doesn't revolve around me in my life yeah spoiler alert um when i saw that scene where she had the surgery or whatever i was just like she I'm like, excuse me, these are your friends. They're taking their time out of their day and lives to come and help you. And why are you seeming like, you know, they have to be there, bitch? Nah. <laughs> Move but, on. Nah, nah. Um, yeah, like I've realized that. And, you know, I think everybody wants to relate to at least one of these women, like when the original show, Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And,. I think you wanted to either be a Charlotte Miranda or a Samantha, but I think you're a combination of all four to some extent. And mm-hmm. as you grow in life, you become or you turn more toward one than the other. Mm-hmm. You may become a little more conservative or prude because of whatever happened in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should strive to be just a, a particular one. I mm-hmm. think we all have a little bit of each in us. Mm-hmm. Like we can be toxic. Mm-hmm. Anyone can be toxic. Mm-hmm. We can also be very uptight. Mm-hmm. We can also be closed off and closed minded. Like, you know, we just we want to be somewhere where we are constantly evolving to what's happening in our lives. And we're always trying to be more empathetic to understanding other people because, yes, our life is our life and we can. That's the only thing we can control. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you need people that are in that life to enrich it and to fulfill it. Because remember, ain't no point in being so independent that you have nobody. That's true, because um, <clears throat> Harvard did a study um, on happiness, and apparently the better relationships that you have with people, whether it's friendships, romantic, family, whatever, the, the, best, the better relationship you have with them, the happier you are in life. And this is like a 75-year-long study. I think I remember seeing something about that, but I probably true. said it before, though, but yeah. Yeah, you probably said it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I agree, like... And I guess that's where I struggle because I always like my family is always the one thing that I can depend on. Mm-hmm. They're my support system. And, you know, if anything or relationships get a little skewed, mm-hmm. then that affects me quite a bit mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. So it's just learning to readapt and readjust, mm. you know. Okay. You know, but y'all, I think this is good. This is a good ending to a happy new year. And it's the first episode one of the new season. I really hope that you all enjoyed it, that you all got something from this episode and that, you know, we continue to grow together. I do have some amazing content coming to y'all. I have kind of, I categorized it per month, which I'll announce it as the months come. Mm -hmm. And um, I really hope that, I mean, the next four months, I have some pretty good stuff that I think is going to help you grow just within yourselves. But if you haven't listened, this is your first time listening to our show, please go back and listen to my past seasons because I 
you know, as I grow, so does whatever I talk about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has been about self-growth and trying to be a better version of me. And that's defining that for myself, not by anybody else's definition. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let's just grow together. Let's be let's be our truest and best selves. And, you know, I really hope that this new year is the best for you. But you have to make it the best for yourself. And you have to set that intention. You can't just think that it's going to happen. It ain't going to come and show up in the front door, y'all. You got to make it happen. Got to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, follow us, listen to us, and we will help be your little hype cheerleaders. That's right. But, yeah. So, Norma, any final words? I didn't prepare any today because I didn't know I had to. (laughs) Are you new here? Yeah. (laughs) And with that, if you know, you know, it's. It's from TikTok, really, but it's funny. It, they're memes. And obviously, Norma and I reference a lot of memes because that's what we live off of. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we communicate. And, uh, and y'all, this wraps up this week's episode of Life is Full of Daisies. As I said earlier, Happy New Year. Let this be a year for you and a year of discovery and just really knowing and discovering who you are. And obviously this podcast is what it's all about. We discover ourselves, we get into the nitty gritty and I just want you all to be able to enjoy that journey just as I am. And, but also be able to be real with yourself and understand that life is, is a journey and it's about enjoying that journey and learning from it so that way you can curate whatever you want for you not what everybody else is doing for themselves but y'all this has been a real one it's been so much fun and just getting a kick start into uh 2022 but um, whatever you do, make sure that it's something that you choose for yourself and it's what you want it to be, not what anybody else wants it to be. So with all that said, if you want to kickstart your dental journey and just better self-care, one of the biggest things that I recommend as a dental hygienist, because some of you, if you're newer to the podcast, I am a registered dental hygienist. So I have the backings of a dental provider and professional. And one of my favorite, favorite electric toothbrushes to recommend to a lot of my patients. And I've seen it do the work because I personally have been using it for the past two years, y'all. And I'm constantly trying out different products. So I always recommend different things that I really love is the Burst Oral care toothbrush. It is honestly kind of a merge between the Sonicare and the Oral B, in my opinion. And if for some of you, if you don't know, using an electric toothbrush removes 90% more plaque than just using a manual toothbrush, which is major if you're really wanting to go into your journey of just better self-care your dental care is one of the most important places a lot of people kind of brush that off (laughs) you see what I did there and they just kind of neglect that but honestly your mouth is the gateway to the rest of your body it all starts there and it is very telling on how you take care of yourself and the more you take care of your mouth the better it's going to reflect and it's going to give you a nice brighter smile as well Um, but some of the amazing things that I love about this toothbrush is not only is it a great toothbrush it's kind of like my median but it's also up there with like I said your sonic hairs and your oral bees it is dental hygienist approved as well as dentist approved and it is very budget friendly I like the price point on this toothbrush it's just kind of like there's no extra fluff honestly you don't need all that extra fluff sometimes you just need a great toothbrush to get your dental care in check and um, it has a, a timer there's a subscription that you can sign into which gives you or sends you a new toothbrush head every three months because you are supposed 
supposed to be replacing those every three months. There is a hundred percent money back guarantee it also has a lifetime warranty and it's just a great overall toothbrush it has charcoal bristles which are amazing i love this brush head design because honestly it gets into a lot of those nooks and crannies that a lot of patients tend to miss um, with the sonicare it also has an amazing design just for a better clean it has soft bristles which any hygienist wants to hear because you don't want to be using such an aggressive toothbrush and also one overnight charge is equal to one month's use of that battery, which is amazing because no other toothbrush has that capability from my knowledge. And it also has three great settings as far as like how uh, to clean with. Um, if you need something a little more gentle, it has that. And it has free shipping. And of course, it, I mean, the battery life is one of the biggest perks because you don't have to constantly keep charging it. But like I said, this is something that I personally use and I personally recommend quite often to my patients. And it's a great toothbrush at a great price point. If you are interested or wanting to just go to Burst oralcare.com and use the code 7JFTSP and that will get you a, ni a nice like almost 40% discount to where it's even better price point for you all. So guys, go get your brushing on, go get that, that dental care in check um, because it's definitely a great way to get your health in, uh, in a great start. If no one has told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, you matter. So go out there and do something so amazing and so great for yourself. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Life is Full of Daisies, where you can, you can also DM me if you have any requests or any comments or anything really. Or you could just email me at hellodaisy at gmail.com. That is H-E-L-L-O-D-E-I-S-S-Y at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our uh, on Apple or Spotify. Spotify just so that you always know when the latest episode is out but y'all it's been amazing it's been a great one and I just want to say thank you for just starting this new year right you're listening to this episode because you are wanting to make a conservative effort to better yourself and for that you deserve a high five you deserve a you know a big old hug from well not even virtually but you deserve a hug so just pretend that I'm hugging you I'm sending you like a virtual hug for just listening and being here because you are wanting to be a better version of you and that is what we're all about so and as always y'all don't forget to be kind along the way most importantly to yourself and do an act of kindness bye